five, four, three, two, fun. Welcome to another episode of the Ready, Set, Poem podcast, your premier podcast covering both the Toronto Defiant and the Vancouver Titans. I am Chris at Light Force, joined virtually, as always, by Omni at Omni Strafe and Jordan at Sir Dr. Jam, also the host of the One Man Watchpoint podcast. Welcome, gentlemen. You said Vancouver Titans and Toronto Defiant, right? Something like that, yeah. Did we add the uh, Florida Mayhem by any chance? Because I see, like, one of the co-hosts here is just dashingly... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> wearing a jersey which looks phenomenal by the way i couldn't just I checking couldn't, you know i couldn't wear it last time because uh i had just gotten back from grand finals and it was uh sweaty right. yeah Ooh. so i had to bring it out this time in <laughs> fairness you could have worn it it's not like anyone would be punished other than yourself yeah yeah i'd be sitting here <laughs> passing out <laughs> yeah it's uh it's been a week since uh the week that was or weekend it was ish. I mean, I don't know. It's like Alex is so upset about it. He just pounded <laughs> just, his desk. I just slammed my elbow in the desk for no for no reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the show. Uh, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> See you next week. Yeah. Well, no, actually, uh, well, we're going to be transitioning into our off season schedule. So it'd be like, mm-hmm. see you in two weeks. Uh, but yeah, I, I'll get it out of the way now. You'll hear me remind you a little bit later in the show. Uh, we are going to transition into our off season schedule, which is every two weeks. Uh, so this week, not next week, the week after we'll be back. And yeah, I mean, who knows? how long we'll be doing that for and whether or not the off like what's the no season schedule have we discussed that um, um bi-weekly like i think that's what it used no to but be. like that's the, the off no season, season but when the no season happens like could you imagine yeah so the uh, titans and defiant they don't exist let's move into the fray <laughs> basically becoming like an overwatch podcast at this point not really. I guess. Talk we about can tell the... you about our adventures in competitive Overwatch. Oh, so I guess <laughs> yeah. I'm out. So yeah, you thanks you can tell run. us about your adventures, Alex. We'll listen. <laughs> I basically played the event mostly recent, yeah. like today. It was pretty good. We'll talk well, about anyhow, it. <laughs> we will. We'll get into at least uh, the game itself uh, a little bit later. Uh, but before we get there, we do have a payload, so we might as well start pushing it. Moving the payload. Join me! As we record this episode, both the Toronto Defiant and the Vancouver Titans exist. And, as far as we still know, have rosters. Mm-hmm. That's like big news as it is right now. It seems like it. There's, uh, there's, there's more than a few teams that still have rosters, surprisingly enough. Well, yeah. I mean, our use of still have rosters is relative to there not having been an announcement to say otherwise. And I think the was it Yiska that had commented that the the contract, like the SBC, yeah. would expire on like the eighteenth of October. I think it is, or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, I think the uh, whatever the clause is to sign. Um. 
players on their option years. I think that was yesterday. And yeah, then that, that the next expiry is the 18th, I believe. Okay. I guess till then they can still use facilities, you know, amenities, use the fridge at the office or something like that for the equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> well, was there anyone in the facilities using the fridge other than like uh, staff? I don't know. Well, they are technically staff still, right? I suppose. I mean, uh, Punk, unless he know. took the fridge with him, he, he's back home in Australia. So, well, that'll be that'll be tough to get to, you know, Rogers Arena or wherever they are. Yeah. Usually, but uh, you know, podcast lore dictates that when this episode goes live, the news will have broken the Wednesday morning of. So, you know, if that happens, please cut us a little slack. Yeah. But as it stands, the Titans and Defiant still exist. Ah, so yeah, that's the payload. It's been pushed. Let's dive into the fray. Three teams have actually said their goodbyes to their entire roster. Uh, the Las Vegas Eternal got things going. Like, was the season even <laughs> over when Las Vegas was posting their farewell? No, it was. Uh, but they were the first team to say farewell to everyone. Like They were. From Avala down, everyone. Uh, Shanghai Dragons followed, and then the Houston Outlaws uh, as well. Again, everyone. We wish you the best. Um I don't think this should be a shock to anyone. Like, let's be honest. If teams are, as it seems to be, completely in the dark as to what will happen next, I don't see any reason for a team to commit to a player unless they're contractually obligated to. Like, if we think about the option, if it wasn't an option that exists, let's say it's like a full two-year deal, there's penalties involved, and maybe that will happen, but you're not really probably under the same... Imagine if, imagine if there's like a player who still has like two years remaining on his contract or something like that and he's still getting paid. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I don't think that's gonna happen. They probably have like, you know, <laughs> those little uh PS in the contract, like, oh if if the league is done, it's over. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, uh, a friend of mine had messaged me, having seen the Houston post, uh, commenting that people were replying to Houston along the lines of, this team did so well, I can't believe you're getting rid of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, keep them for next season. Well, some people, you know, they might just tune in for the games, and then once it's over, they just turn it off, and they, they might not be even aware. Could you could you imagine those casual outlaws fans tuning in, watching the end of the grand final scene, Zoe's goodbye, and thinking, "Wow, that's just a bunch of passionate people." I, they must <laughs> yeah. be pretty excited for this next season. Year. Hit pretty hard. I wonder what's going to happen next time. <laughs> right? Like, I get it. Maybe you you are that casual, um, but yeah, I mean, we expect the Titans and Defiant to part ways with everyone. Um, not to suggest that. <gasps> 
everyone or anyone doesn't come back. It's just that you sort of roll the dice in that regard, because the only other alternative to you is to sign a player to do, I don't know, uh, return it. Uh, I, I never clean ads or whatever. I never considered that option, but imagine if they do come to like some sort of decision, it'll be like a fantasy draft. If, if they <laughs> decide oh, yeah. to, to run it back, it'll be crazy. Yeah, that actually the yeah, fantasy draft is probably a really good way to look at it. It would be it would almost be back to the way it was for season one, but instead of it pure being a pure like, hey, let's sign whoever we want. Yeah. We'll now have a much better idea as to how things will happen. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be like uh, you know, those Friday uh black Black Friday videos where people fight over TVs. It's just people grabbing uh, someone <laughs> at all ends and proper <laughs> fighting over them. <laughs> oh, so how many people are going to run in to get the door crasher uh, sale on proper is what you're saying? Someone uh, proper, yeah. You know, and then a team I, will I get them first, but then good. they'll like exchange proper for 20 bucks and then go and get themselves <laughs> a, a sugar-free or something I saw like it first! Oh yeah, it, it, it's it's just surreal. But again, three teams so far. The rest are are about to follow. I guess four <laughs> if you count Chengdu. But you know, Chengdu did it Cheng at the Dun. start of the season as opposed to at the end. So they were the trend. Real difference there, right? Yeah. Except for the fact that if there is a buyout and everything, they missed out on the six million dollars. Supposedly, mm, that sucks. Yep, yeah, it sucks to be there. The um, rumors, though are just like rampant like yeah a random person catches fire by suggesting that you know here are the three teams that are committed and yeah you know the three teams i actually think isn't a bad guess like florida profitable this has been made very clear they're making money and if you're making money you know you probably think you can continue to make money maybe uh toronto you know, we know that Toronto had a vision that included the Defiant. Uh, Vancouver, that's the wild card. But as we talked about last episode, and I've continued to talk about in Titans Court, they're hiring a VP of esports, which seems like a weird thing to do when you're shrinking your esports division. Mm-hmm. But um, it, again, no, no team knows anything. Whether they might have the instinct that, yeah, it's done, or here's what we want to do. Like, quite literally, the league hasn't shared with the teams what the plan is, let alone us. Or maybe whoever's charged uh, with hiring people on the Titans and is, like, one of those casuals who don't really know. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. It, the, 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 the job They're description is... the Houston players now. <laughs> it's, it's well, more, they released everyone. The Can we get fearless? It's more than just the Titans. Like I let's you know <laughs> slow down just a bit. You're right. It's possible, but it, it just you know I I will admit I'm still somewhat unclear as to what is sort of happening on on that end. Like they had previously had like a a senior leader for both esports and the lacrosse team, the Vancouver Warriors, huh. uh, Colby Fockler. His profile on LinkedIn still suggests that's his job. So the posting, though, would you'd think reflect that, but that posting says the VP Sports goes into like the chief operating officer, which isn't mm-hmm. Colby. So I don't know if Colby's now 
lacrosse specific only or he's guy on the point is they're hiring which one's the vancouver voodoo i'm going way back in our podcast that is roller hockey Oh, roller, roller ho- of course. Hockey. How how could I forget that? The wow. being the roller hockey fan that I am. Yeah. <laughs> the, okay, uh, off the rails. The Vancouver Voodoo had some stellar branding at the time. Well, now we yeah. got very stellar branding. <laughs> it's kind of a weird name. Like I, I can see a city like New Orleans branding. I was going to say like, you guys have a large well, I'd, Jamaican I'd, population, right? Or Haitian? No, I, I don't know. Where outside <laughs> of the V for Vancouver and a subsequent word needing a V, I yeah. have no idea where <laughs> the voodoo naming came. From. I think it's like, just hey, was this is point. a cool alliteration. Just the 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 double okay. V, um, or maybe they're just big fans of the you know uh, <laughs> graphics card from from. No, no, the graphics cards that we had uh, like. 20 years ago, Voodoo, 3FX. Those are pretty good. <laughs> hmm. Oh, man. This That's is this happens. is the off-season, really, <laughs> officially yeah, exactly. on. Um, I don't know. Did you guys catch the the conversations that have been taking place? You know, whether it be Albert, uh, yeah, or, or, or some of the players? Oh, some of the leaks, per se, right? Revealing stuff that... Went well, down a little bit. I mean, it, it's not really a leak when a player yeah. says, the juice. this is what was happening. Like, they might be wrong. They might be telling one side of the story. But that right. doesn't occur to me to be the leak, especially yeah. when they're talking about their own experience. I guess so. But uh, it, uh, tumultuous times for some of the teams. It did surprise me. I mean, it's funny that you pointed it out just random people seeming to have the insider knowledge. Um, Cause I saw that as well with the, the rumor about Vancouver, Toronto and Florida. And I very much mm-hmm. was like, who is this person? It was kind of a show me your credentials moment. Um, because I think if, if you've been paying attention to what uh, other GMs organizations and people have been saying that are involved in these I think the only thing that's clear right now is they don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. When you have someone like Albert being as open and public about things as he is, I mean, obviously he knows where to draw the line when it comes to the business side of things. Um, but on his, on his air quotes, you know, leakage uh, stream, <laughs> he basically, he literally said at one point that uh, they know there's going to be a vote. They don't know when. And he was basically like, that's the most I can say about it, which fair enough. He probably knows what they're voting on. He probably knows some of the details behind it, but he literally said, there's no date set yet. So it was very much like, where are these people coming out of the woodwork being like three teams are for sure in Vancouver, Toronto, Florida. Like, yeah, you can make an educated guess at that. Um, which, I mean, if you've listened to Ready Set Pwn, we've done that a number of times, but I just, I think that the one thing that's clear is nobody knows what the future holds right now. And I mean, in a league where we had previously had six to eight month off seasons, I have to assume they're in no rush because, you know, they like to keep us waiting. That's for sure. So who knows what's really going to happen, but I don't know. I think the one sort of, I don't know, maybe bright light is Vancouver hiring this, this position. But even still, it could be something entirely unrelated. Um, you know, it it feels like it should be related 
But it could be the case that Vancouver bows out of Overwatch League and they are bringing this position in to focus on their other esports franchises or other potential esports franchises. Yeah, of course, League, Call of Duty League is one, but you know, I, I think, uh, Chris, you've told the story before that it was the international coming to Vancouver that really kind of mm-hmm. spurred the Aquilini's interest in, in bringing esports to Vancouver. So it could be something totally outside of Overwatch, right? So. Yeah, I, I mean, different times back then and different times moving forward, but mm-hmm. the family saw a full barn for the international mm-hmm. and they have been for as long as they've owned the Vancouver Canucks been interested in having another tenant yeah. that can fill the, the arena up mm-hmm. something like the international can the overwatch league yeah. on a recurring basis. Couldn't like maybe like a final, like I, I, but again, even like the call of duty league, like if they had a, a major, I don't know if it would fill up, garage mm-hmm. to be honest like i i don't know the market well enough to tell you one way or the other but still mm-hmm. having a vpe sports to have like the bureaucracy for a one team doesn't make a lot of sense in my mind so there has to be something else to your point maybe it is an events play let's mm-hmm. find other esports events or the like to occupy the space, generate some ancillary revenue, mm-hmm. whatever it happens to be. Mm-hmm. Do we know uh, wh- where's the Call of Duty League now? Where is it? Is it in off-season? Well, it, it, it's off-season. in off-season. Yeah. But this, this is the other thing. is like OWL and CDL are intertwined. I don't know if it's still the case, but like the head of esports for Blizzard, and, <clears throat> I mean, it might have been somewhat different, but at one point, the woman was in charge of both. She was like GM of CDL, yeah. And then but they had they're not to do like in out. any doom and gloom, like the Overwatch League is, right? I don't think so. I've seen absolutely no news to suggest CDL is dead. Yeah, I don't believe so. And I think the the other side of it is that the potential with CDLs feels, you know, vastly greater than uh, hmm. than something like Overwatch, right? Just based on the simple fact of Call of Duty sales, you know, mm-hmm. it, it really does. And I think Adam, uh, Adam Adamu has actually talked about this before about the fact that Call of Duty becoming a major player in the, uh, uh, esports world has been slow because if you look at the sales numbers of Call of Duty and you look at the juggernaut, it is, it should have way higher numbers when it comes to viewership of, of the esport and everything, but it's because they got that extremely, I mean, casual market, right? You, you want to talk gaming franchises that everyone knows it's FIFA, which I mean, actually doesn't exist anymore. Now it's EA sports FC, um, probably NFL. Um, and then maybe call of duty. Like they're, they're probably the top three sellers every single year. But with NFL and call of duty, I was going to say very NA specific. Like, oh, absolutely. From what I am led to believe, like Call of Duty is big. North America drives that bus. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, uh, EAFC or whatever it's called now, mm-hmm. um, much more global in its approach. Oh, yeah. And I think like Overwatch was a global game. I, I, I don't know if it's that 
Call of Duty is casual as to what's maybe holding it back. It's I would kind of wonder is it that it's not as global. The reach isn't as wide. That's right. not to suggest that it's not there. Mm-hmm. And I want to say I actually saw Adam reference how numbers were pretty good for either an event or something or engagement in the UK. So it could be that it's great. And or maybe in the or EU, or Call of Duty. CDL. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Anyhow, well, here we are speculating, wondering. I, I can't imagine this just gets left forever. Because let's say there was a miracle or a future of Overwatch esports. Simply letting this just fade to black loses anything that they could take and start from Mm -hmm. and has them from, you know, the complete ground up. You mean the problem they had after every season when they decided to take a six to eight month break? Something like that, <laughs> but you know, amplify it a little. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean I, we've talked about it before. I, I think it up. they're gonna they're gonna come back with something Overwatch related, even if it's a smaller scale or it's more you know region based or what have you. Um, and that's the thing is they'd they'd be silly to. Well, not only would it be silly, it'd be a huge waste of money to completely scrap everything. Right. Unless they are folding it entirely and just saying we're done with this, we're out of the game. They would be silly to say we have all this branding, we have all this marketing, we have whatever uh, public awareness we do have. We're just going to jump to something completely different. Right. You have to know that they're going to have a recognizable product, even if it is in uh, a different form or something like that. At least that's that's what I think. Um you know, do I think they'll use the exact logo or something like that? I think it'll show up here and there, but they'll probably try to make a shift to say, hey, this is what you know and love, but it's different now. It's better now. It's, you know, new and shiny kind of thing. Um, but I just think it would be such. Yeah, exactly. Right. It would just be such a loss for them to scrap everything entirely. It was sheep and start in fresh. RSP cord that said now with 6v6. <laughs> the Vancouver Giants versus the Toronto what would it be like Rebels with the, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh anyhow well in two weeks time we'll be back maybe Resist- we'll have something the to talk Toronto about Toronto Resistance, Resistance. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about the game itself so season 7 started that's an entirely new patch one that came with a new map Samoa we already know a lot about Big it one we also get a Sombra rework, and the details are now much clearer. It wasn't... I don't feel it was a rework. It was It was more like a buff and shine. Well, there's, like, some big adjustments. Uh, well, but, like, big adjustments or a big enhancement with a number yeah. of adjustments, right? Yeah, like, I guess not as big as, like, Arissa, right? Yeah, like, sure. you know, here, you know, Stealth. Here. It's but a passive now. It just happens. She's got a new ability where she can go and mm-hmm. hack, uh, or not hack, uh, uh, yeah. throw a virus oh, yeah. um, at you. That's to, to, like a dot. Uh, and then if you're a hack target, the dot's even stronger. Like, you know, that's that's the big shift. And then there are other shifts. Like her, her primary um, is stronger. Um, in that the uh, the damage has increased and the maximum spread has been reduced or the minimum spread has been reduced. Um, 
you know, like there, it, that seems to have existed, but like I've seen mixed reviews. I don't play her. Um, sometimes I will admit uh, it feels like there isn't a real counter in my mind. Like, Is, but having played a couple of times, cause she's everywhere right now. Right. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I never play as her, but I do play like characters that are notoriously m- m- like disrupted by her, like a Genji or, you know, Farah. <laughs> and at least now, like, they did give her a bunch of damage that I am not a supporter of as, as someone who never plays her. But I will say that it's much easier to track her down and kill her because now her uh, translocator thing is much, much, uh, um, I don't want to say weaker, but it's much more uh, uh, easier to spot because she can only toss it and then she um, relocates Right away, so she can't really like put it next to a um, you know a health pack and just yeah peace out back after to it. yeah 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 an exactly. Hour. So if yeah. you're like vigilant and you see where she's tossing it, you can still track her down and kill her. Which like if you have a dash or something like that or a Hanzo Sonic Arrow really makes it easier to punish her, which I like. And I guess now thinking about it, it just exactly what they promised us a more active. Uh, type of play and she is more active both on offense and and she is more severely punished for it if she's not too careful that's actually yeah, the oh go ahead jordan i was gonna say that's exactly actually what i was about to touch on is the fact that i think looking at sombra they kind of compared it to the quote-unquote rework that they did for Arisa, and they said okay people weren't such a big fan of that because it's basically a new character we don't want that. We want to make her more engaging to fit with sort of the right. the ethos of the game now a little bit better. And huh. they talked about making her more active and less passive. And and I think you see that in what they're doing, right? They want her more involved. They don't want her... Right. Uh, I don't want to say sneaking around because she's obviously still doing that, but yeah. they want her you a part see- of the action more. Right. And you say that, and I o- already kind of noticed that the shift... As you, you do normally have a um, Sombra and she'd be like away from her team totally. doing her own thing yeah. is like a phrase you'd hear a lot of more. Uh, and then I remember, oh, they also promised us uh, uh, some rework for Roadhog was also kind of like that. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's going to be in the same vein that he's not just going to be, you know, oh, peace out. I, I do Roadhog. You just do your own thing and, and hope it works, right? If it's a good Roadhog, you're happy. Usually it's not the case. So I guess they'll have him more um, interacting with the team. Maybe it's, you know, his his yeah. healing will be area sort of thing or I don't know. Who knows really? But um, that seems to be the shift and they don't want people to just be sort of external to their mm-hmm. team, right? It's still a team game. Well, makes I mean, sense a little bit. They, they made actually a bunch of other, I don't know, I, I don't want to say changes, but tweaks to the the way the game works uh with season seven that i think also kind of encourage right. that right with um right the one respawns? of the big things was yeah the respawn so you now respawn oh, together it's the quotes. delayed respawn that gets or me, the though, right? rushed respawn yeah and, yeah. It, and it's in an effort so they say to encourage people to group up right because i mean it, it sucks when you're a lucio you die and then your reinhardt or whoever or Risa, dies right after that and you're like okay well i guess i'm just gonna wait at spawn for them and i'll carry them with me because they're so slow 
Um, so I do see it as they're kind of trying to make these tweaks to, to bring people together, encourage the, uh, more group style play. And, and Roadhog is a really interesting one because, um, I think one of the things they commented on was that they want to, uh, eliminate his one shot potential, right? Cause of course he has that nasty combo he can do where he shoot hook punch, right? And his squishy is just gone. Um, I don't, but I think I they also talked about wanting to retain his identity and a big part of that is the hook, right? So I think that'll be a more interesting one to see what exactly they do. Um, I just I saw someone comment just they're like reverse the hook instead of him hooking someone and pulling them to him, he hooks them and then gets pulled <laughs> to them. So you still have the one, yeah, you know, hit damn. kill so to speak. Just However, you're really putting yourself at risk, <laughs> right? I mean, that's I don't think that's going to happen, but it's an interesting way to look at the. I think he'd have to weigh the balance. I'm conflicted yeah. by this. I, I constantly see the, the uproar about his one shot. Like, that's the, the thing that makes Roadhog Roadhog, in my opinion. Yeah. That's the only thing that makes him so, so fun. And, like, especially in Overwatch 2, you learn to, like, adapt to it. You actually mm-hmm. are more cautious. Anticipate you start to the see, hook. oh, yeah, anticipate a hook or do some maneuvers to dodge it. So I don't, I, I'm against, uh, them taking it. It's just my opinion, right? No, I, I, th- um, I think they'll keep the hook. I think. Yeah. I think they're no, the one shot even. Ever. That's what oh, I mean. Oh, the one shot. Oh. I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like my my oh. issue with hog is the sustain. Yeah, it's right. Like I take I, a breather. Well, like it's not so much take mm. a breather. It's that take a breather in combination with so many other chunky boy player abilities <laughs> create such significant sustain, and it almost forces. Like I again, I don't play competitive which doesn't help because everyone's sort of doing their own thing. <laughs> but if I, there's a hog on the other team and I'm support, I feel I have to play Anna mm. to nade him and, and to simply sit on that, that nade right. to take advantage. Like, yeah, take a breather, mitigate some of the damage at the time, but at least he's not getting his health back. Like it did. And that to me is not, that's, that's not fun. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, you know, it's where you're forced to choose a character because of that. And again, sure, I'm playing it scrubbed here, so that's part of the problem. <laughs> they did um, nerf Arissa's sustainability, which was also kind of over the top right now. Well, I'm, a little bit. Like her damage reduction has gone from fifty to forty five percent. Like it's not a significant shift, but I agree it's better. So. Uh, Ramatra was another one. Uh, his or nemesis form is down to seven seconds. Oh, so, oh, I didn't you know, that. so yeah. So, I mean, again, not a significant shift, but that eight to seven means more in your face Ramatra than hide behind the shield. Ramatra. I, I really dislike his alt. I'm, I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> um, the ball adjustment. So his max spread has been increased to get or the re- the back spread reach. So that means it's more a smash you, shoot you, shoot you for a little bit longer. Hey, you might be dead now and peace out. Like if you thought mm-hmm. ball was frustrating prior to, a little more frustrating now. Nice. Um Zarya, so her projected barrier, um the size is decreased 15%. So the projector berry was the one they threw. So they gave her the buff and then they're like, Ooh, Hmm. Worked really, really well. Um, and they've actually reduced the health of it again as well. So like the, the damage buff or 
the energy buff still exists, but the actual size of the bubble isn't as significant. Yeah, I like the the energy buff because again, that's something that will allow that will well um, reward. Maybe that's the right term to uh, reward Desaria for playing with her team as opposed to just be that frontliner who just constantly bubbles herself and and tries mm-hmm. to get damage done. But now, if you want to get damage done, you're gonna have to provide some utility to your team, which I like. And it yeah. makes it much more interesting and engaging to play with Azaria or as Azaria or even against Azaria. Kind of force her to waste that on her own on her own uh, um, yeah. protection. Yeah. Uh, Cassidy, if he's rolling, he doesn't take as much damage. It's like a anymore. boulder now. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, again, you're saying Cassidy I, gets I, hard when he rolls. <laughs> sure does. Uh, <laughs> So May, it's like it's like in that uh, Pokemon episode with the two Metapods using Harden and yeah. like not doing anything. Imagine like two Cassidy's just rolling at each other. Yeah. Oh man, the next step is just let him do damage and knockback when he rolls. That'll be you know what this <laughs> like is how Cassidy becomes wrecking. Ball. So he at what point does he get yeah. a blue skin? <laughs> and you hear the chitting chitting as he's rolling. Yeah. yeah. Um. Out. May so deep chill. Uh, her her ability that essentially allowed for you to extra slow players that's gone now. What um, is that? So. I, uh, when does that happen? Like her primary thing? Yeah, it was. I think it was like when you hit someone. Like you know, kind of like how Sims would charge up. Like her, her damage yeah. would charge up with deep chill. He get yeah. charged. Uh, like it slowed you even further. Uh, that's gone. Like they felt. Oh, that this, so there's this, no like accelerating amount or like increasing amount over time of the slow okay mm-hmm. yeah um and then uh her endothermic blaster uh the damage per second has actually been bumped up Oof. considerably from That's 70 scary. to 100 what and and it immediately slows enemies by 40 oh, percent instead of building around so the deep chill was the build up so it's a slow consistent but yeah 70 to 100 holy so, like, a squishy is dead in three seconds. Yep. My goodness. I, I want to say melted, but it's, like, freezing, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, Torb, um, his primary fire recovery has been increased. So, like, so minuscule. I, I honestly, like, they're like, oh, it can feel overwhelming with how quickly it shoots. But that, you know, three one hundredths of a second difference is going to, like... <clears throat> doesn't add up to a second when he fires a clip, I don't think. Mm. Uh, and then his uh, overhealth bonus has gone down when he yeah. pops his overload. So, um, <laughs> I mean, Torb is pretty small. I guess it feels uh, much more significant to him. Yeah, uh, Brig can do a little more damage with her whip shot. <clears throat> Not a whole lot, but a little bit more. And uh, Alari has seen her secondary healing uh, uh, decrease to uh, from 120 to 105. Secondary, that meaning the pylon or... Uh, solar rifle secondary. It, oh, the it, secondary. Okay, so yeah. the the one she does with her gun. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and then there were some map changes. Like I actually haven't played uh, sixty six, but um, sixty six has you know slightly sort of different layouts, line of sights changing, hmm. so you can now see a little bit more and see a little bit less depending on where you are. Uh, so like it, one of the more noticeable ones is on the second point, the door would close completely, but now the door is partially closed 
on both the back and the front. So it used to be you could, once you got the doors closed, you had two points of entry. Nothing there, yeah. It's introduced a third point of entry, um, but Plus to ensure the that there isn't a pure sight line. Right? And the opposite happens in the entrance to the third section where the door used to always be Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, that, uh, and then, you know, through the second point, uh, apparently there's uh, more bikers visiting the bar. Like, uh, literally. There are five bikes instead of three. Okay. And where? Motorcycles were buffed, I guess. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, I guess it's to add some additional, I don't know, environment to, like, s- slow things down, stop things. I don't know. Where is that one? <laughs> So if you, you're going through sort of the before and after, you can see it. Um, it's like you've just come through the double doors and there's like a little, you know, like on your way to saloon point, or point whatever. Two, like going between, on, yeah, point, between to, point one and second two. cap. Okay. Okay. I got right. you. I got you. And so like if you do the before the and after, well, it, it's along the path, but it's not like oh, okay. I don't understand outside of like, does wrecking ball no longer spin around as easy? Like, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and then, um, they just some additional, uh, cleaning up, um, of, uh, the inside of, of the third point. Like there was stuff and now there isn't stuff. Yeah. That's, I, th- like, I thought you were saying these bikes were added to that section, which was confusing. No, no, no. Before that. you get inside. Yeah. yeah. So once you're inside, they've cleaned stuff up. Yeah. On the outside, though, they've added like. Well, they had to get it's more like bikers to come to move the boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I haven't played the event yet. I have not either. Like, but, I uh, do. Yeah. It's, How is it? It's great it's one of the best they ever did i think ever created for this game um it's like there is a sense of progression to it that you normally don't won't expect i think it's some we get like a little bit of a of a crumb crumbs from from (laughs) canceled pve stuff Hmm. So essentially, you fight. You know, you're in Blizzard world, Blizzard world, and you fight these hordes of Omnics, per usual. But the cool catch here is that you have these, you have loot coming out from from bosses. Hilariously, mm-hmm. it has the same sound effect that you get in, in, in Diablo, right? Of oh, stuff just funny. falling to the floor, and you get like stats boosts and or or like a, a blessing of speed or something like that, or like a perk to your gun that normally. You'd never have in in any other mode, and it's really fun. It's really fun. Right. Um, I enjoyed it. I uh, recommend you to at least try it once. Oh, I'll, I'll definitely I try it. Like, it, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's patch not only easy. Like, I, I I played it on hard, and we died multiple times until we were able. Like me and a bunch of randos, I didn't like group up or anything. So it's fun. I actually can't remember the last time I grouped up with people I knew. For a seasonal event, yeah, th- those were the days. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean that's the season we have, and perhaps really, I don't. Sh- perhaps we should. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, I don't think we'll get anything else until obviously uh, next season, winter, and then you know the holiday event. But uh, one other little tidbit, um, which 
I don't know if it's so much a tidbit because technically it's probably the biggest news about the game. Uh, the problem is it's been going on now for almost two years or maybe more than that. The acquisition of Activision Blizzard by Microsoft is allegedly reaching an end. So if you follow the story, there's been a lot of um, bureaucratic delays. Um, functionally, Microsoft had to go in and pledge to do a variety of different things to ensure that the competitive nature of their space still existed after the acquisition um, and different regional, uh, you know, competition bureaus and what have you uh, had different thoughts on the matter. So at one point, like the uh, UK's competition group said mm -hmm. no, because Microsoft's going to own cloud gaming, which was weird because the EU, which is arguably one of the toughest jurisdictions around the world, was like, no problem. Uh, you had the United States, uh, both the FCC and the SEC, um, apparently, uh, going to court, uh, with, with Microsoft over this and, um, losing at least for now, but in doing so that loss has no longer allowed for them to stall the transaction. And so, over this prolonged period of time, Activision, Blizzard, and Microsoft had to continue to revisit the deal to say, we're going to extend the closing date. We're going to extend the closing date. And I think the extension of the current date uh, was like the 24th or it might have been the 20th. But the uh, rumor as reported by The Verge is that they're aiming to have this closed this week on uh, Friday, October the 13th. That's right. Which ultimately means maybe maybe that's why they haven't announced the Overwatch League thing because that's, that's a big deal. Like, you've got to get that maybe out of the way first and whatever it might entail. I don't know. Or, or better yet, maybe it's not the Overwatch League. It's going to be the Overwatch slash Halo experience <laughs> and Master Chief is going to be the next hero, not Malga. Let's get that Halo crossover in Overwatch. I'm I'm not against it. Should get a skin or something, right? Well, would, so if, if Soldier doesn't get a Master Chief Soldier, skin, yeah. oh yeah, that's the one that makes sense, right? Could give Reinhardt like a the brute skin or rifle. something. I don't know. Just insert Master Chief as a new hero. Like, yes, very soldier-esque, but I think you could actually tweak the abilities instead of having, like, a, you know, a fully automatic, uh, have a pulse rifle or something like that. And then he just can jump really high, like Bastion, or Bastion, uh, Baptiste. The kid would actually maybe fit Sojourns a little bit better. Sojourn, yeah. okay, okay. Interesting. For the skin. Has there been, a, like, a, a female equivalent? in the context of a master chief. Like I know there's been female characters, but I don't know Halo well enough to, I, to say yeah, I'm not like a big Halo guy. Is is it no. like the same person all the time? <laughs> not sure. Yeah. Um, Except for like yeah. spinoffs like ODST and stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Like they, like they have different characters within the context of the story, yeah, but it's always like a master Sony chief guy, uh, myself. Um, so <laughs> don't really follow. Um, 
just just give me the soundtrack and in game like yeah oh. you say the the choir singing da, 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 da. I mean, if i had that music you don't you think i'm an aggro reinhardt right now oh god <laughs> like that music alone you'd be like what's what's light force doing i spawn camping should we go support him no he out there swinging the hammer singing along da, 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 da. hammer down da, 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 da. I'm just looking at enemies now, trying to think of skins that could be applied to characters, and the grunts would make a great Torbjorn skin. Oh, yeah. Shoot him. The skins are really nice this this season, too. Very good selection. Hey, we've moved on from that. We're talking about the (laughs) integration of the Halo universe. Oh, man. Here we are. We have an episode. We talked about stuff and things. Mm-hmm. Wow, 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Pretty good, pretty good. I think, how many times last season where it's like, I don't know what we're going to talk about in the off-season, 45 minutes Shoot later. Shoot a fat. <laughs> right? And what did we touch on in that episode? Oh, Final Fantasy, Halo, oh, I don't know. Oh, man. Have the you Avengers guys seen, movie. Have you guys seen the Rebirth trailers? Oh, my I goodness. Are you playing 16 oh, or have you goodness. played 16? Not yet, no, mm. no. Heard good things. Heard good things. Yeah. As I'm, long as you're okay with it not being, you know. Common. Yeah, I heard some things that I'm not really mm. keen on, like the no party thing, and like, and everybody comments on the rebirth, like, oh, this is what Final Fantasy is about. Why couldn't segue like that? And that kind of like mm, turned me off a little bit. I will Fair get enough. to it. I still haven't played Baldur's Gate three. Which I want to get back to. Maybe a retry Cyberpunk to it. So, sounds like oh, they yes. fixed a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I've heard it's much better now, too. Yeah. Seems like they did a pretty massive overhaul with the free update before uh, mm. Phantom mm. Liberty. Yep. Yep. Phantom so, Liberty sounds like such a Metal Gear Solid title. Like, Oh, absolutely. Phantom, I mean, oh, Phantom yeah. Pain. <laughs> and but, they had a Liberty, too, no? Like, uh, Guns, Guns of, of Liberty? Sons no, of Liberty. Sons of Liberty. There we go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's two, right? I think. Yeah. Ready, set, Metal Gear. Oh my goodness! Uh, I I have <laughs> never played Metal Gear. Oh my goodness! I'll be honest. The only one I've played is to. four, and I've played uh, all of them. But I've followed the story and everything, so I, I know a lot about it. I yeah, I played them all. I'm. Hey, we got the remakes for that coming out soon. Don't yes. We? Yeah. Metal Gear Delta release. Kind of looks scuffed. <laughs> well, I know. There's... Oh, no. Delta's not the one with the release date. There's something Metal Gear coming out soon. Yeah, like well, a while mas- you... remastered collection of them. Yeah. Right. right. While you look that up, um, <laughs> the game I'm actually most excited for is Super Mario Brothers Wonder, because I'm all about mm, the side scroller. That looks good, too. My yeah. daughter... it, looks, it looks weird, but I got to... I got that, you know, that whatever it is, the token that you can buy through Nintendo, where you get like two titles for a lower price. Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but not all titles are applicable. Mm-hmm. Most are. Mm. Yeah. And I did the whole like combination of like buying it through like Costco. Well, not it through Costco. I used Costco to buy the Nintendo like card currency card, which yeah. is discounted mm-hmm. by like 30%. Oh, then I use that to buy the coupon, which in turn gives me, you know, my goodness. Yeah. Did you play Rayman uh, legends or origins? No, I played. You should both definitely play that on co-op. It's incredible. They're fantastic. Incredible. 
amazing. They're like everything you'd want Mario to be, but like yeah, a better er. <laughs> better er. I think Rayman. Yeah, Rayman amazing. achieved what everyone wants Sonic to be. It's such a great co-op experience. Me and my wife and I, we platinumed both. They're amazing. They're a lot of fun. They're really good. Really well made. My daughter wants to try Wonder as well. She likes the elephant Mario, so I'll probably wind (laughs) up with that. But Spider-Man 2. It's cute. Coming out (gasps) next Man, there's so much. My goodness. Yeah. I I can't keep up. We are feasting right now. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Just no no time to feast, though, but we'll get there. (laughs) So here we are. At the end of the show, what final words of wisdom do y'all have for us this week? Uh, oh, yeah. I, I seriously cannot wait to see the Vancouver behemoths take on the Toronto Resistant in the Canada Cup next year. Hmm. Great. Gotcha. George? Um, this is not my words of wisdom. Just a, just a thought that we'll put on the shelf for next time. Uh, we should go through every Overwatch League team and come up with an alternate name for them that is like a, just a variant <laughs> on what yeah, they like are. So like the Houston Outlaws would just universe. be like the Houston Criminals or something like that. Yeah. Anyways. Guess, Vancouver Behemoths versus Toronto Resistance could be a good episode title, I guess. <laughs> yep. Just saying, just saying. Now, as for my words of wisdom, I'll direct your attention to windowscentral.com with an article by Jez Corden. Exclusive, head of Xbox acquisition, Activision's Bobby Kotick discussed Microsoft, Elon Musk's Neuralink, and hinted at a Guitar Hero revival in this leaked interview, which, wouldn't you believe it, uh, Bobby Kotick held an all-hands-on call this morning where he had James Corden interview him. Well, I mean, James Corden isn't that busy right now because yeah. he's... Uh Late night talk show is done. You're telling me. Like, my goodness. Imagine having a, like, a, a conversation with James Corden and he's not being the worst. He's not the worst in the conversation. In the conversation. What an achievement. I what will, an achievement. I will just say that I found this, uh, tweet, uh, put out by <laughs> at esports. Didn't know that was an account, but anyways, uh, the replies are hilarious. It is just people, <laughs> people <laughs> railing on Bobby Kotick and, uh, uh, James Corden. So, hmm. man, we haven't out. seen such an uh, an axis of evil since the 1940s. <laughs> That's right. Oh, <laughs> that is <laughs> that 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 is something I am going to move us off of <laughs> by segueing about a different set of bad guys. Man. How did the bad guys in Mario Brothers surf the internet? Mm. They use uh, something with a connection or the this s- pipes. Mm. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> like I mean, you're going to the like the you know the internet is a series of tubes. Uh, yeah, that's too deep. They simply use web browsers. Web browsers, <laughs> good one. That's cute. That's, that's cute. cute. Yeah, that's a good one. <sighs> Oh, man. Well, if you're uh, still around in a couple of weeks of time, we will be. You can tune in and listen to us in our off-season cadence, which is every two weeks. And that'll have us go through from here till the end, whenever that might be. Um, You can find Jordan uh, online as well with the One Man Watchpoint podcast, which I presume, Jordan, probably going in its off-season cadence. Uh, Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Maybe we'll start this week. (laughs) Let me... Yeah, we'll see. I'm... I'm afraid for our listeners, because if this was like the first off-season show we had, like I, I can't wait to, to see what happens in the uh, upcoming ones. 
Well, if you have some thoughts about what we should actually talk about over the course of the offseason, you can let us know by joining our Discord, discord.io slash readysetpone, or, uh, you know, saying something to us on X at readysetpone. But yeah. On behalf of Omni at Omni Stray, Jordan at Sir Dr. Jam, the host of the Wall Man Watchpoint Podcast, and myself, Chris at Lightforce, catchphrase. Yeah,